Hey everybody, just wanted to take a few seconds of your time before the podcast starts. Just wanted to let you know about a passion project of mine for the last three years called Hustle Focused Energy. It's a powdered drink mix intended to help you focus and accomplish your goals. Super excited to bring this to market. Go check it out, hustletheday.com. And thank you so much for listening. On this episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, I have John Vong. John was at the forefront of SEO in pre-internet days of yellow pages and red pages, which was a paper directory of websites. So he was at the forefront of this and he's created a wonderful company out of it. You're going to want to listen to this. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. Super excited, super honored to have John Vong here today. John, why don't you jump in? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so where should I start? So seven years ago, I started this agency called Local SEO Search. But prior to that, I've always been hustling. So I've been uh, working a lot of side hustles. I've been working in sales and marketing. I've worked multiple, multiple jobs and try to uncover what I really enjoy doing. And ultimately, it's all about helping and giving to others. So I'm very uh, grateful to find something that really fits my personality and what really I'm, you know, I'm passionate about. So yeah, perfect. So you, you mentioned that seven years ago, you started this agency, but, you know, looking through your history, you really have been at the forefront of SEO in terms of you've been involved in uh, you know, the red pages, you know, the, you know, what used to be where everybody went before Google. So tell me a little bit about, you know, your experience doing that and how it translated to SEO now. Yeah, definitely. So when I finished school, uh, my college, I, I studied business finance. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do coming out of school. Uh, and I basically, got my first opportunity working in sales, advertising sales. And I actually enjoyed it. That was my first job called Red Pages. And what it was, was the first physical directory printed of every single website in one printed book. And a lot of people were like, well, this is whatever it is. But Google didn't exist yet, right? They were just starting to form. So for me, as someone that was just finishing school, this was... 15 plus years ago, it was a great concept and idea because I knew Yellow Pages and I knew how important it was for a lot of business owners. So for when it came out, I was like, this is something I would be back, uh, like I would be able to sell because I believed in it, right? So that's what I did. I sold and I've always been doing sales and marketing throughout my life. So I then jumped away from Red Pages to Yellow Pages and some online affiliate marketing companies. But I did work at Yellow Pages and I enjoyed that where I was able to work with tons of small, medium-sized business owners, thousands of them, to really build relationships, get to know their, them on a personal level, understanding solid foundations of how to run a successful business. And that allowed me to really uncover the business need of it all, where they were voicing their concern of frustration. They were spending tons of money and not getting true value, right? So return on investment was not as... Um, 
well, as good as it used to be like 20 years ago or 10 years ago. So uh, they wanted to shift their dollars and that's why I moved and pivoted to SEO. Okay. And it's crazy to think, you know, somebody who's a younger generation, they would say, how ridiculous is it that you have a printed, uh, you know, book of websites, but that was the time that was the era that was, you know, a niche was being filled, which was uh, really unique. But like you said, you were able to build the relationships through that and see the needs of business owners. And that's really what it's all about is, uh, you know, starting a company is filling those needs of what you're seeing out there, but going through, you know, all of your history, it seems like you, um, you, a recurring theme is you wanted to create an impact. So you wanted to be able to impact others and you weren't necessarily getting that in a traditional job environment. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So like working nine to five, I believe, is good for a lot of people. They love mm-hmm. the security, right? And I believe when I was doing sales in my first gig, it was more about like the opportunity to generate a lot more revenue or commission without mm-hmm. that stable, um, I guess, salary, I would say, because a lot of people who finish their schooling, they want that stability to pay the actor loan. They want stable income to pay rent to have projected income for food. They know where the money's coming from, right? So with sales, it's very heavy loaded on commission. So your onus is really to set yourself apart and figure out a way to generate more of an impact and sell more so that you can increase your own, um, you know, revenue or somehow generate a lot more money, right? To pay for things that you want. So out. So like right off the bat, I was driven by trying to do something outside of the nine to five, right? And that allowed me from doing the sales and marketing. Yes, I had that nine to five job, I would say, but I was always one of the first ones in early. So I got in at eight o'clock or 7.30. I'm the one leaving at six, seven, eight p.m., whatever it may be, to make sure that at that incremental time was being used to either train myself to do more cold calling and improve my sales and uh, business relationship skills, um, whatever it may be, right? Like find ideas and ways to set myself apart, right? And that's how I took that job and opportunity because any job you're in, there's always going to be people that are just doing it the bare minimum, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that are always seem to be always the ones at the top, right? Of the leaderboard or the commission board, right? So what were they doing different? Were they um, ultra successful because they had relationships built? Did they have years of experience or was it just hard work? Did they hustle more? Did they put in more time? So I kind of just mimicked a lot of the top people that were doing ultra successful, like double 100% over some of the other sales reps. Like, figure out what they were doing differently. And all it was were really hard work, right? And set myself yeah. apart. So that's what I kind of did uh, to, to get myself prepared to start my own company, right? Because um, even at Yellow Pages, I saw a lot of people, and even myself, like when you get to a point where you're now one of the leaders, you go to President's Gold Circle, you're now you know, one of the top salespeople across the country or whatever, you're like, oh, what's next? What can you do or can you take the skill set to do something that's much more impactful, 
right? So I loved helping the newer people that were just starting off. And that really gave me joy to see what they were able to do, right? And that's why I love more so like seeing other people achieve success, right? And um, when you're able to do something like that, um, it's a different gra- gratefulness, right? Like you're in a different state in your life, I, I believe, in terms of career standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I, I think you speak to uh, what a lot of people feel is they they actually get joy out of helping others more so than themselves. And you're perfectly positioned to do that in SEO because you're helping other companies succeed by putting their putting eyeballs in front of their product or their service or you know whatever the case may be. You're the one helping them. And that's a way to help fulfill what you're looking for while also being able to provide for your family. Yeah, I think I'm very grateful to be in the space. And I have quite a lot of experience in relationship and sales and marketing, dealing with a lot of business owners. So whatever business or career you're in, you just have to find a void, spot opportunities, find a need, right? Where there is people willing to pay for a service or product that you're filling that gap, right? As an entrepreneur, that's what it's all about. Producing something of value that people are willing to pay for that you can actually grow and make a business out of it, right? And if you uncover that, and it doesn't have to be unique. It doesn't even have to be the same, um, a new product idea or a new launch. Like do something that really is needed and you can do it better than the other guy down the street, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's all about good competition, but understanding what makes you unique. What's your value prop, right? And that's how you differentiate yourself and make it a business out of it. Yeah. So you speak a lot about creating these relationships and there's a lot of great information about how to initially create those relationships, but the long lasting success comes from maintaining those relationships. How do you maintain those relationships? So I, I don't know what it is, but it's all about like just being there and actually caring. Right. And I think people can see through if you're there just to sell them. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you actually want to do good and you care to really help them, you're going to stand, set yourself apart. Right. You're going to actually look for ways to give advice or give them more than what they are paying for. Right. Right. So that's why I always did. Even though it was in sales and marketing, I was restricted to the product or service I was able to offer. I was always trying to bring a different dimension to the table. Right. Because it's all about adding intrinsic value for the person or business owner so that they will not forget who you are what you stood out for and what you did differently than everyone else. Right. And then your reputation gets out there, right? Like people actually remember you as their sales rep or you and you represent the company. Right. So it's all about like doing the best you can to differentiate yourself because honestly, anyone can do your tasks, right? Product or service. It's all about like, what can you do something different that they'll remember you? Mm -hmm. Um, that's memorable, right? So that's what I always tried to bring to the table in sales and every single interaction that I had with business owners, right? I was always curious. I was always asking questions like, what went wrong? What are your trouble points? What is really what you're after? Like, how can I help you? Uncover those, right? And by asking questions, because business owners love talking about themselves. So if you're actually curious and you actually want to help, then they will 
start talking, right? But you got to build that rapport and relationship early on or else they're not going to start talking to you. So I think that's an art as well in terms of sales. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, one thing that you come across so often is people go for the pitch immediately <laughs> and you know what, they don't you know, try to build that relationship at all. It's, this is my product, this is my service, buy it because I said so. And so I, I agree that there is definitely an art to building that relationship. And uh, I think it's to a lot of people, a lost art. They just think sales, sales, sales. They don't think relationships builds sales and it really does it's all time as well right like people are so rushed for that next big deal or that next paycheck right Mm -hmm. where they forget is what you're in a long journey in terms of lifetime right where that one sale may come six months down the road or three months down the road and it's the least expected right? But you've been harvesting a ton of different relationships over the years that eventually it's like karma, right? It's like Mm -hmm. things will happen when you put in the time and effort, but don't expect it to happen right away, right? And people are so caught up with like hitting all their quotas right off the bat, but they don't put in the time and effort. So they push, push and really start, you know, being very aggressive, right? But people never like being sold. They want to actually want to be you know, in control, right? They want to know when they're ready. That's when you are there to help them, support them throughout that time. Yeah, absolutely. So you have been building these relationships. You've been doing sales and marketing. At what point was it that you said, all right, I need to transition out to doing my own thing? Yeah, so I've been working, again, uh, sales and marketing and um, advertising sales. I I had a pretty good career at that point, and I was in my 30s. Um, And seven years ago, that's when I started my business. But uh, previous to that, I just got married, and I also just bought a place. and And, you know, for me, I just left the company, right? So in terms of, like, life experience and critical moments in my life, I think that was pivotal because it all is timing as well. You have to know when is a good time to take on the risk, right? Uh, For me, it was all about support, I believe. My wife was fully supportive on whatever opportunity or risk that we were able to take on. And she believed in me, trusted me that I'm going to do the best I can and supported me throughout that whole time, right? Because she knew over early days, it'll be tough. Right? I put in tons of time and effort, but I probably will maybe pay the bills, maybe not, but she was fully supportive of that. So um, I was very great. I'm still very grateful that she you know, supported me throughout that time. And for me, that's pivotal for me, right? Like that's the turning moment of why I think I am where I am today. Because for me, without that, I wouldn't be the man I am today or the business I have grown today because, you know, would I have given up because I had to rely on a stable income? Maybe, right? So you have to really understand where you're at with your life, um, what position you're in, and, you know, if you have support or not, and if not, what is your emergency fund? Can you, you know, survive for six months or a year or even three years, right, on Mm -hmm. the savings that you have? And, what is your motivation? Why are you doing this? Is it all for the right reasons or is it just for money? Because if it's money, you'll never be successful, 
right? So figure out why you're ultimately doing this new business or business journey. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I've that's something I definitely preach is if money's your motivation, don't do it. That's just not going to be enough. You've got to have something deeper. What does the money create? What does the impact that money have that you want to create? That there's money is not a good reason to start a company because it will not push you through the hard times. It won't push you through difficult times when you can go back to that security you know, by calling somebody up and, or putting your resume out there, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Making an impact is always something that I've always wanted to do. And now I'm in the best position I can to do that. And with technology, the way it is like it's affordable, um, barriers to entry is a lot lower and you can make the biggest impact by just producing good content. Right. And the reason yellow pages didn't, you know, didn't survive was technology came in and really, you know, expedited a lot of these different processes, right? And if you can, you know, pivot quickly and adopt different technologies and really uh, figure out ways to optimize and really um, build something from it, uh, utilize it for your benefit, I think it will will expedite a lot of things. So um, scaling and understanding different content platforms like social media and video content or written content, podcasts. Um, there's so many different forms and media. Um, and then always give, right? So the impact that I always try to do is the more you give, the more benefit you have to others, it's more rewarding for them, but they will always reciprocate, right? when least expected, right? And that's what you're always after because you don't want to go for the hard sale. No one likes being pitched. But if you can give value and provide something of value and they'll remember you, that's the type of relationship you want to bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, like you said, giving that value, that is something that will come back tenfold eventually. It may not be the day one or week one or month one, you know, constantly giving is a tremendous benefit to your company, even though it seems like you're just, you know, giving the farm away. But one thing I want to touch on with SEO that you, that you mentioned is the content creation you know, for a long time, SEO has been, okay, how can we trick the algorithm? How can we get around this? Like yellow pages, going back to your, going back to that, everybody would want to be like A plus garage doors, AA, you know, whatever. So they'd be the first listing on the page of that letter, whatever the case may be. But you know, in, in my experience, seeing SEO over the last several years, it's gone from let's do this trick, let's do this trick, let's do this trick. And then all of a sudden, last year or two, it's just been, let's just do this right. Let's do the, the stuff that you need to do that is going to always be good, that you, know, you don't have to trick any algorithms. It's just producing good, consistent content. I think that's the ultimate thing as a business owner. You want to start with solid foundation, right? Why are you in business in the first place? If you plan on being in business for 5, 10, 20 years, you might as well do things the right way right off the bat, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are always looking for hacks and fast ways to make $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever. Like, yes, you may be, you know, tricked to click on an ad on social media, right? But really, why are they doing that? 
are they do successful themselves or are they trying to have you subscribe to their coaching session, right? Like mm -hmm. there's a business behind it all because they weren't successful themselves, right? And why are they doing it in the first place? So figure out like what is your motive? If you're planning on being in business for a while, let's work on the foundations of what makes a very successful business in the first place. Taking care of your clients, understanding their needs, what makes you different, right? Price it well, service them well, you know, understand the market environment, your competitive analysis, like all solid foundations of running a good business. So focus on that and replicate it with good content, producing content that matters with your ideal customers and focus on producing well-researched, in-depth information that resonates with your users so that they see value from it. Don't keep selling them, but keep producing good value that they will continue coming back to your site, engage more than ever, right? Wanting to listen or watch or read information produced by you because you, they know that you're raw, you're authentic, you're real, you actually care versus you're there to sell them. Right. And in the past, you know, selling them worked. And so some people still subscribe to that, but it doesn't build the long-term effects that they're looking for. It's a quick buck and then, you know, they've forgotten about you or worse. And so I think by you establishing this with people, by setting them up in the right way at the beginning, I mean, it's going to be something that a strategy that will work throughout you know, the algorithm, algorithmic changes, it's just going to flat out work. And it's really, honestly, pretty simple. It's but it takes time, right? People are so used to like instant because of social media, I would say, right? Instant messaging, text messages, right? Or, you know, different platforms and Slack groups, it's all about instant, instant emails and stuff. But in reality, this is a blip of your whole lifetime, right? If you look at long-term, like what is one or two days or one week out of the whole lifetime of your business, right? Give it time. Put in the time to build relationships. Put in the time to put good content out there versus instant, 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 right? Like focus on long-term and you're going to be positioned better than everyone else. People forget that. They always look at ads in terms of like, how can I convince person to click on my ad or whatever with an offer, with a compelling content piece? I look at, let the customers decide who to click on by producing really good information. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've, you've got this great experience. Um, you know, it seems like it would be an easy transition for you to go from this sales job, uh, you know, dealing with business owners all the time anyway, to a company where you're dealing with business owners all the time. But, you know, we all experience some sort of failure. And what would you say was your biggest failure in starting local SEO? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know much about SEO. I'm not technical. I'm not a computer guy. I was a sales guy. And that was the biggest barrier starting an SEO agency because I had no SEO experience, right? Like I was not a coder, programmer, or technical at all, right? So that learning curve of reading blogs, watching videos, going out there, 
consulting SEO experts and figuring out like what is really going on behind the scenes. That was very timing. Like it took a lot of time to really figure that out, to figure out like what I truly enjoy doing. So the sooner I realized like technical, I'm just going to hire people for and not, and as much as I was learning, yes, I can do some of the stuff, but I cannot do it as well as these other people that loved it, been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years. I've built myself as a sales guy, right? So I'm going to continue focusing on what I truly enjoy doing. And so the, so the sooner I realized to hire people for all my tasks that I didn't like doing, that allowed me to focus better, to really increase my sales and revenue and really grow as a person, as a company and um, enjoyment of fulfillment of my company really also uh, got better because, you know, when you're stressed on things that you cannot control because you don't even understand half the stuff, it's very hard as a business owner because you want to do everything, right? right? And I get it because it's your baby, right? But the sooner you realize to let go and let other people um, do it, I think that's, you know, it's, it's a hard adaption, but the sooner you do that, the better off you are. Yeah. And I completely, I, I mean, some people think, well, why did you start an SEO agency when you had no SEO experience? But honestly, I, I look back, so I've come from a family of entrepreneurs and my mother, her most successful business was something she knew nothing about. She had a very strong why and she hired someone to do the work that she didn't know how to do. Um, and it was a, a pharmaceutical company and she had no experience in that. And she hired a pharmacist, said, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. And they went to work. And so it's absolutely something that I think is, is great. You understood what your strengths were. You hired out the things that you couldn't accomplish as well as somebody else or as efficiently. And that's awesome. You're, you're at it now seven years, which is great. And um, like we talked about earlier, things are going well for you, even admit, amidst this uh, pandemic that's going on, your, things are still going well for your company. Yeah, and I think it's long term, right? So you have a full control as a business owner, but you have to pivot accordingly, right? Like what can you bring to the table that differentiate yourself? And as much as I rely on Google. It's all about just providing enough value that people see what you're trying to do. So I don't see them as clients, but I see them as partners, right? I see them as a real true relationship that I really care and want to help. And if you could differentiate yourself somehow by going that extra mile and providing more value than anyone else can, then they're not going to let you go. They see it, right? And they see that you actually care. So I think that's what made us stand apart from a lot of the other competitors because they're in it for short term. They're just acquiring a client for, you know, a couple months or a year or whatever. I look at like, if you're being in business for the next 10 years, I want to be your partner for 10 years, right? right. So I want to grow with you. And that's my mentality, right? Like not, not short term. I want to be there when, and I see you grow and evolve as a business owner. Yeah, that's very cool. So what was, what would you say was a challenge that you never expected to happen in transitioning out of the nine to five into your own company? So the amount of time and effort and hours I put in 
was ridiculous. Um, good thing I didn't have children at the time. Um, and my wife was fully supportive. But again, I didn't spend a lot of time with her. I was spending a lot of time with a business. And that's one thing I kind of regret not spending more time with my wife, but she understood. And she knew that eventually when things started, you know, being better in terms of like me taking back time so I can spend quality time with her. Right. Um, so for me, it's time. I spent so much time learning, making mistakes, um, going out, doing every single thing out there that I figured out that I hated doing and then eventually figure out to hire people so I can take back time. Um, now I really just restrict myself from work hours, right? So nine to five, it's the same thing. I work nine to five, right? I am in control of my time. And I think eventually as a business owner, that's what you want, right? Flexibility, control, right? Um, and being in control of doing things that you enjoy doing and not doing it because you're forced to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think time for sure. Okay. Well, now you mentioned that uh, one thing you, you really like to do is you like to learn. You like to be a lifelong learner. And one thing that led you to is starting a podcast. Uh, and how has that been, first of all, as a learning experience? And what's kind of your next step in your learning process that you're, you're going to try and take on? Yeah, so um, I started a podcast lo called Local SEO Today two plus years ago. The purpose was really because me and my VP of sales, we've worked with 10,000 plus business owners over the course of our career, right? And we wanted to just provide insight. So we've always been givers, right? Mm -hmm. And adding value. So we started off with just me and him, Roger, um, just talking and giving value. And then now we're taking on some guests that can add a different dimension, right? But ultimately, it's all about having fun with it. So we didn't expect anything in return. It's all about giving. And this is the same thing as well, uh, SEO, right? The more you give, things will eventually happen. But I don't expect, you know, for me... It's, it still takes time, right? And yes, we still make mistakes and we're evolving, but have fun. Whatever you do, enjoy it. Take ownership, but learn from it, right? Like as much as we make mistakes, it's like, it's okay, right? Like life is a long journey. And as long as you own up to it and try to not make as many mistakes over the years, um, it's okay, right? Like people get it. People are never perfect, right? Business owners are never perfect. So it's all about like admitting to it and just move on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we can all agree that we all have flaws and mistakes that we go through. And it's, you know, if you can see that in others, you can obviously make the situation a little bit lighter. And like you said, you're, you're trying to have fun with it. You're just trying to enjoy every aspect that you can. And I, I applaud you for that because, uh, you know, a lot of people don't do that. They, they take those failures seriously. And that's why I asked that question previous, the, what was your biggest failure and what you learned from it? Because we shouldn't necessarily dwell on the failure. We should be dwelling on what the learning experience is. And when you're focusing on the learning experience, you're focusing on the positive. And rather than, you know, focusing on the negative of what the failure was. And so I, I love your attitude. I love that you're, you know, focusing on the positive and trying to, um, you know, get more out of life, even within your company, rather than just I'm um, going, I'm doing this as a job. I'm trying to build a company. It's, it's 
let's enjoy this process. So that that's fantastic. I, I think self-reflection is so critical too. Like just slow down and understand why you're doing certain things, right? And I always, you know, I always ask my team, my staff, right? As much as, you know, I'm the owner and founder, I'm more about like, I'm mentors. I want to see them succeed. I want to help them, support them throughout whatever they have in terms of goals, right? And if they see me as a peer, and they look up to me, that's something I'm very proud of, right? Um, and that's where I want to see them get the most out of this opportunity and also their life, right? Because when you see other people do well, that's where you feel like you're part of something, right? Mm-hmm. You've done your job. Um, so, you know, as much as staff and clients, like if you can do good work and they love you for it and they refer you business, I'm more interested in making sure that they're happy right? And they feel like valued customers and they feel like whatever they're paying as a service, uh, they're getting the best they can from what we can provide, right? And that's what my attitude in life and in business in general is all about, right? Just keep giving and doing the best you can do. And if you feel like you're not giving 110%, you better start trying to get there, right? As much as you can, like don't underestimate what the power you can do is right like differentiate yourself set yourself apart keep giving give more than you can and then things will eventually happen yeah so speaking to that where did you get or where did you get or develop this attitude of you know what giving more than you receive and you know the the hustle that you have like where where did this all come from in john's story oh honestly i think it's parenting my mom my parents my dad um, they left the vietnam war and they sacrificed their life to come to canada Um, so i was born a month after they arrived here in canada i was a fourth child of immigrant family and they didn't understand the language they didn't speak english they left the war so they had to sell liquidate everything their life savings for the betterment of the next generation which was us kids so my life, my family really like the core is really about like taking care of one another. Right. Mm-hmm. And without us or a team or a family, we will never be successful or, or endure the troubled times. Right. And it was hard, like, you know, growing up without much, like we were survived on food stamps or, you know, charities and whatever it is, but overcoming that allowed me to understand like what sacrifice and what, you know, challenges really is all about, right? Without that, I don't think it would prepare me for reality of entrepreneurship, right? Because, you know, if you were not struggling or understanding the true value of a dollar, right? And spending it whenever you can to buy stuff that's irrelevant, right? Like you have to understand how hard it is to earn what you got and really take it like, be proud of it and really endure the moment and um, make sure that that sacrifice is earned versus like, you know, you know what I mean? Like little, yeah. little things. Yeah. So I, I really am grateful for my parents, especially my mom. Like she was always a giver, like taking care of four children. She was always volunteering and doing what she can to support and have food for us. Right. As, as cho- children. So always out there for us, right? And I think that's what's important and what I bring to the table now because she, she's a big mentor in my life for sure. 
Yeah, that's an amazing story. And I, I love that you shared that with, uh, with me because, I mean, it's really something that helps keep you grounded to see where you came from and how blessed you are to be where you're at today. And the fact that it could all go away helps make you more grateful for what you do have. And, and that just reciprocates more gratefulness and more positivity and it, that radiates to other people as well. So I think that's a awesome story. And I, I again, appreciate that you shared that with us. Thanks a lot. And I want to add like last year I went, back to Vietnam with my mom for the first time. And, you know, she's 70 now. And it was the first time me actually going to the village or place that she had her business and grew up. And she never wanted me to go back really, right? To see her troubled times. But I always wanted to do that, right? To see how she lived and what her upbringing was, right? So it was amazing to see her enjoy that whole experience and me being able to like support her for that trip too. So it was awesome. Yeah. And it's also great to see those, those roots that, uh, you know, she established to help create who she is and, you know, pass that on to you. Uh, So now that you're coming from a position of more success than, uh, you know, what you grew up with initially, how do you translate that work ethic down to your son? Again, parenting is challenging. (laughs) So I'm always making mistakes. I'm learning from him more than anything. Um, I'm always asking questions. I'm always there for him. So just being present, I think, and learning and learning from each other and asking questions and playing with him, right? Like letting him make mistakes. Um, And I think that's evolution, right? Like, as a child, they're free. They don't understand what really is out there. So what do you want to do? You want to, you know, just let him discover, unfold, make mistakes, understand. And when he starts asking, that's when you are there to teach him, right? But don't enforce things. Don't push things at him, right? Let him discover. Um, And I think that's parenting, Um, And different people have different styles. I just want to embrace it and be present, right? And when I'm nine to five, when he gets home from school, I'm there, right? And I turn off my phone, turn off TV. I'm just there playing with him and learning from him, right? And that's what I enjoy most out of the entire day, right? Just being there with him. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It, It definitely is, you know, about being present. You know, I've talked a little bit about my story of, you know, entrepreneurial parents that were, you know, they provided the best life that they knew how for me by being gone a lot, working a lot. And, you know, I'm grateful for them for everything that they provide, but um, that has shaped my story where I want to be more present. I want to be around more with my kids uh, just being like you said present with them um so that they can see that yes you can still work hard in an allotted amount of time and then be present with them uh during their time you know exactly yeah just enjoying the moment and different people are different right like it's all about like what makes you happy and um if it is being present with your family, for sure, spend more time than ever with that. If you feel that, you know, you want to continue working and spending all your time working, then 
that's your choice too, right? So, right, absolutely. So, one thing you touched on that I I keep wanting to come back to, and the conversation goes elsewhere. But you talked about your support system with your wife. I mean, not only with your spouse. I think that is critical to success in your own business is to surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with people that are going to help you on your journey and not necessarily in the traditional sense of financially or anything like that, but emotionally and, um, you know, with their, with positive energy towards your goals. I think that is a huge plus to being able to accomplish, you know, your goals. Um, have you found that in your circle outside of, you know, your wife and your son? Yeah, I think, um, you're, you know, friends and family are the closest people in your life, right? So you got to surround yourself with positive, influential people that want to see good in you, right? And don't take it for granted, right? Like my thing is try to provide, uh, you know, give as much as you can because they will give honest feedback to you, right? When things deviate. So I feel like I let my wife have her own profession. She's her nine to five does her whatever she needs to do. But when it comes time to like business wise, I focus on business and we spend time with family as our priority together. Right. Um, So with friends, it's the same thing. Like I understand people have challenges either domestically or business professionally. And I just want to be there to support them. Right. Whatever challenges it is, because I see it. I've but dealt with a lot of business owners and I've seen good and bad from everything. And if I can provide some value and give input on my suggestion on how I would do things differently, um, I would be honest with them. Right. And they know like I'm, I'm not there to do anything harmful for them. So they take my advice and hopefully that benefits them to something, (laughs) you know, for as a friend or family member, that's what's important, right? They value your contribution and you're out for the best interest as opposed to self-fulfilling interest. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that you summed that up perfectly. Um, I I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation though. I think you've got a great head on your shoulders of, you know, figuring out, you know, what's important to you, translating that into your own personal success as well as your business success. And so I really appreciate that. Um, I want to ask you, what is it personal or business that excites you about the future? Um, I have evolved to the last seven years and plus like 15 plus years of my career. And I just, you know, pivoting, continue doing good, continue being a leader, mentor. Um, I think the more you give, the better it is. Um, So I just am grateful to be on this earth, to be healthy, to be able to do what I love and, you know, be a business owner, right? Like this is the dream job of every person in the world, right? Being in control of your time. Um, so I, I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky, but it's hard work. So I, I feel like I want to continue doing what I do, but I also want to do more mentoring. I want to help more other people. I want to make more of an impact by providing more value, right? Give it, letting us entrepreneurs, we're a different breed, right? as much as we want to be successful and we're doing it for, you know, personal reasons or, you know, to support family or whatnot, it's all about giving, 
right? We feel like there's much more to business than, you know, the monetary, right? So it's all about like, if I can make an impact, if I can help someone who, you know, is struggling or has always dreamt of doing this, but doesn't know how to, if I can just make one person, you know, get through that hurdle, I did my job, right? So that's what it's all about, making an impact by doing good, right? Um, So that's my future. And I'm in the process of working on a book. um, But it's really to reach out about like making an impact, being good to one another, right? And then I also have my website. So it's www.localseosearch.ca. So that's the SEO agency. We also have our podcast, localseotoday.ca. But it's all about like just connecting with good people that you feel would be a good complement to who you are and, you know, feel like they're here for the right reasons, not just for their own reason, right? So that's what life is all about, I feel. Perfect, yeah. And I'll make sure to include links in the description for your website, um, for both the podcast and your agency. But I just want to say thank you, John, for taking time out of your day. I really appreciate, you know, being able to connect with another entrepreneur, somebody that, you know, has gone through similar things and um, to see you on your journey. That's, that's great. You know, I've, I know I've gotten a ton of value out of this. So I know my audience has gotten a ton of value out of this. So I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day.